0: Via, and as always with me,
1: David Rodriguez, Mark Hi, Andrew
0: Miller, and Rudy Laura. How's it going, everyone?
2: Peachy, baby.
0: Yeah. Well, go? guys, yeah, That's I was cold, gonna say.
3: Cold, cold world. Cold day. It,
0: it is, man. It I'm
2: rocking in the free world. I've seen some uh, Neil old songs for you tonight, folks.
0: Hell yeah! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Neil <Young>. Sorry. <laughs> well, everyone that's uh, watching us live or going to be listening to us uh, later <laughs> on uh, <laughs> this week on our other uh, platforms, uh, welcome to the show. This is Sitting Ringside episode number 118. Almost at the big 120, guys. Two more weeks with that. Um, we have a good show tonight, man. We have an awesome guest tonight. It's uh, fight book mma's uh award winner um david dynamite hardy jr uh he won uh, the best uh, regional cage announcer for 2021 um if y'all don't know who uh david is y'all need to just google him and watch his intros because he's fucking amazing this guy will fire you up to to want to watch the fights um yeah he's He's awesome. He's he's really a really good guy too. So can't wait to talk to him and uh, you know see how uh, all this uh, unfolded for him to be a, a cage announcer and a ring announcer as well because he's done some big shows, man.
2: So should we all talk like cage side announcers tonight, Roberto?
0: Let's go. Let's, let's go all talk. That. Let's go. David, for let's it. hear
2: what what do you got to say
3: about that? I don't think I got a really good uh, cage announced <laughs> voice, but yeah. You know. <laughs> maybe on uh fridays i'm a little bit better but maybe after is there... a couple of beers <laughs> <laughs> or like that guy that uh that does the masvidal i mean not the the fucking uh he did a masvidal intro oh one, yeah you know, yeah, like yeah. The,
0: now, that now is, he works for masvidal
3: yeah at a tequila signing or a tequila fucking giveaway or whatever but yeah that guy's pretty yeah. good and then i think uh bruce buffer got pissed off and was like do not try it you know what i mean so yeah <laughs> i'll fight you bruce buffer and and
2: I know. I know. did I know his. Uh, I know his moves, man. I, I uh, played played him back in the day in that UFC game on Dreamcast. <laughs> you know that shit. He was yeah. a special character. Daniel White was a yeah, special character. <laughs> oh my that's god! That's how old I am. Man. That was
4: the most recent game. No, that's a yeah, recent that, game he was that, on. That, that
2: was the original game I'm talking about, though, man.
4: Oh, you're talking about the tap out games then? Uh, back yeah, in the no, day. No, not
2: tap out. UFC, bro. UFC.
4: The nice, old-ass uh, UFC I'm, game. I'm talking about
2: old UFC. Tapo. Dana White, Dana White, yeah and, uh, Bruce Buffer as a special character.
3: Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, that shit's old. It's, it's, it's older old old than old. the hills of Jim Cash. It's and then the they old. brought him He's back a couple of years ago. Roberto's chin. No. <laughs> hey. But low-key, low low though, what's the name? Bruce Buffer is 1-0 and oh in MMA, right? Then he beat up Frank Trigg in an elevator, right? Yeah,
0: yeah that's right. He did. Yeah.
3: And then they, we actually seen them both in the cage, you know. For intrigue, of course, uh, UFC uh, ref now, and uh, Buffers the announcer, of course. So I thought maybe a uh, part two was gonna happen, you know. Get it, hey. get
0: it. You you it. never triller. know, man. Yeah. <laughs> triller, put him on a triad card, you know.
3: Get it, hey. yeah, triad, it's coming up, man. Yeah, bro, triad, <laughs> yeah. triller.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, guys, like I always do, let me do the quick uh, uh, announcements for the upcoming events. In MMA, we have LFA 123, Argueta versus Santos. That's gonna be live tomorrow night. Your boy is gonna have those live results as always for these LFA cards. Um, Also on Saturday, we have USC Fight Night 200, Hermanson versus Strickland. Very interesting uh, card that, uh, you know, actually, and it's gonna start pretty early too. So uh, not bad to enjoy your Saturday evening also in boxing, uh, February 4th, Prince Promotions, meaning a car versus Chris Bradford, that's gonna be showing live on Fight TV, which you can go and watch it on fightbookme.com Also on February 5th, the one uh, event that I don't wanna miss, well, the fight that I don't wanna miss, it's gonna be Clarissa Shields versus Emma Cozine. It's gonna be a 10 rounder. They're gonna be fighting for Shields WBC, WBA, and IBA, IBF, sorry, women's middleweight titles. Uh, that's going to be a good one. Also, another good matchup, uh, February 5th, Keith Thurman versus Mario Barrios, a 12-rounder. Thurman
2: versus Mario Barrios. <laughs> we got we to gotta be consistent, Roberto.
0: Yeah, that's right. You,
2: you got to talk that way. I'm, I'm
0: going to have to do it in Spanish.
2: Hablas bien en español. In
0: English. esta noche de Slow. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. And also, we're going to, uh, uh, like I said, we're going to have our guest on. And then we're going to do our thoughts on Eagle FC 44 and do our great poster and fight predictions for this UFC uh, event that's coming up on Saturday um but before we get on to all of that let me let our guest know that he can actually jump on now um
3: because and also to uh need forget a james cross promotion we'll talk about it before we went live uh fac12 it's actually looking for a fight dana white will be there um two uh, two competitors on the card they both can guess on this show uh joel bauman out of jackson wink mma and uh, John Don Sheamus, really good guy. Uh, Jared Kelly's boy up there. Uh, both of them fighting on short notice. Uh, both of them gonna definitely gonna bring it. I'm sure if you've seen the uh, what is it, the Dana White, the Instagram post, he's he's talking about both these guys. So uh, you may in fact see one of them signed to the fucking UFC on Saturday. So looking forward to see uh, both those guys compete. And it's also an 18 fight card. So if you're interested, it is on the UFC Fight Pass. So definitely a, a, a pretty interesting card. I mean top to bottom
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. um yeah man uh, I, I really do hope that uh you know dana white picks both of them because they both are well-deserved fighters to be on um on a ufc card I, Now, I, is, is it for the ufc contract or is it going to be straight to the contender series or what's going to happen straight to the contender
2: series
3: Probably just a UFC shot, you know. What I mean, kind of like what they did with our boy uh, Fernando Padilla. I mean, you know, Fed's still waiting to get, you know, his debut shot. But then again, he is the champion still of that organization that he fought through. But he's, he's doing big things now. Draw Bellman, he might be a guy, you know, so, you know, jumping jump short notice to fight as well as uh, Don Sheamus because both those guys are, are are stoppers, and especially Don. Man, most of his fights are our fucking first round mm-hmm. stoppages. So. Looking forward to see that guy get up in there.
0: Yeah, man, I can't wait. um You said this is uh, happening tomorrow or Saturday?
3: Uh, yeah, it's on Saturday, and then uh, or actually it's Sunday. Sorry, it's a Sunday card. So it's a Sunday after card. everything. yep oh, Yeah, yeah. So, so you get the LFA tomorrow. You get the UFC on Saturday. You get your boxing. Come Sunday, there's no football. Fuck the Pro Bowl. FAC12 looking for a fight on UFC Fight Pass. So oh, nice.
0: No, I like the way you said that, David. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Now, where the hell is our guest?
2: Oh, you want want me to let let him him in?
0: Yeah, let him in. (laughs) Ladies
2: and gentlemen, we present to you, David
0: Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's right, cracking Michael Maestro cracky?
5: of the Microphone is here with you now, live sitting ringside, baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, everybody, uh, I'd like to welcome a good buddy of mine, Mr. David Hardy. Um, this guy is amazing behind the mic. His intros to these fight uh events, um, his uh, intro to walking into the first uh, fight. I mean, it's just phenomenal. He puts on a a concert pretty much uh, every time he he introduces the the events. Really, really awesome, man. David, welcome to the show, brother.
5: Man, thank you so much for having me, El Jefe. Glad to finally be here was lucky enough to win the award with you guys back in 2019 got it again here two time baby in 2021 thank you all so much for that at Fightbook MMA really appreciate it and I tell you that was a big landmark for me because on the regional scene you know we don't get quite the notoriety that your buffers and linens and a lot of those guys get so for you guys to take the time to put that together put it out there on social media and it really opened my eyes to some stuff because I know people have a good time at the shows that I host, and that's one of the things that I aim for to make sure when you leave, you feel like you went to a rock concert. But I guess you don't realize just how much you impact people till you have things like that. When I saw the outpouring of support the first time in 2018, then in 2019, so many people voting for me got really close in 2018, didn't quite get there. But it just shows the impact you have on people when you go the extra mile to really make that personal interaction with everybody there.
0: Yeah, man and, that, and that's another reason why um i started these awards because a lot of the bigger awards like the mma fighting one or or the the fighters only i'm sorry the fighters only award you know they only focus on ufc they don't they don't uh, really focus more on like the you know bellator pfl the regional uh promotions it's always the ufc um and it's to me it's not fair because there's a lot of people out there that uh, put on great events and a lot of fighters that should have recognition a lot of uh, cut men uh refs cage announcers ring announcers you know there's there's more out there than just the ufc bellator pfl and and what have you so when i did that i i wanted to showcase the up-and-comers the regional scene and show that there are people out there doing their job and doing it really great and, and very well. And you know, with you, you know, and and everybody else that's been on the uh, panel, um, I, I didn't think I was going to see a lot of interaction with the fans. And holy shit, man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy Looks how like
5: I- you said. It's not like the UFC just hatches these guys out of the ether. They come from somewhere to get to the UFC. And sometimes by what you guys do here at Fightbook MMA, that is that launching pad. Just a little bit of notoriety to get those names out there and help those fighters and everybody get that opportunity to work for the big three, PFL, Bellator, UFC. I mean, I've got a good friend of mine lives right here in the same hometown as me, Brendan Allen. He's stepping up this weekend, taking a fight on four days notice for the UFC. I was lucky enough to call just about every one of Brendan's amateur and pro fights before he got signed to the UFC. So these guys start somewhere and those companies need the recognition because without those smaller regional companies, you know, putting their money on the line and taking the time to promote these shows and promote these fighters, they'd never have the opportunity to make it to the quote unquote big leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I think Rob, you've done such a good job of the that,
3: for the FightBook MMA awards. I think currently now people are trying to steal the FightBook MMA style. I've been seeing it, but they often imitated
5: but never <laughs> duplicated. Yeah, Correct, since day one, bro. Since day one, no. ain't gonna yeah. change. Ain't gonna change. Yeah,
3: but but FightBook covers fighters from you know what I mean all over the world around the clock uh, that's why like you said and even david is saying there's everybody comes from somewhere whether you're a fighter you're a ring announcer you're a ring girl whatever you do in the business uh what you're part of uh there's a lot of people doing doing their job very well and uh, that's what Fightbook and May is all about
5: the only person that i know that just kind of hatched out of the ether and started with the ufc and has been there their whole career is our old buddy bruce buffer <laughs> <laughs> Bruce never announced in a bingo hall in front of 50 people. Bruce just kind of came out of the gate, luckily signed with the biggest company out there, and as they grew, he was right there along with him. How much much of that
2: do you think has has to do with
5: with his brother? Well, don't (laughs) get on his brother, guys. You want a story right there? Yeah, the the big man himself came after me. He took a swing at old dynamite, Mm -hmm. but I'll tell you this. It won't be tomorrow. It won't be next week. It might take me a little while, but when you take a swing at the king, brother, you bet not miss. I'm coming, my day is Coming.
0: <laughs> hell yeah!
3: Hell yeah!
5: Did, I did, like that. Did you guys man. happen to? Yeah. Did you guys happen to see? Uh, oddly
3: enough, though, during the Rams game at the beginning, they had Michael Buffer uh, say, "Let's get ready" at, before the football game. I don't know why the hell they did that. It was kind of corny. I don't know if everybody caught that, but it was the Rams and the Forty Nine er game last Sunday.
5: Look, if you got a second, I'll lead you into the story. What happened my interaction with Mr. Buffer? Okay, guys. Now I'm not here to tout myself or downplay him. Hey, what he has done, he is the greatest of all of us. The Elvis Presley, the Eminem of ring announcers. Nobody'll ever take that away. The coolest catchphrase ever created. Let's get ready to rumble. I mean, the dude's worth almost 500 million, right? He's got bank. So I'm not saying that. But what happened with my company, you see the shirt right here, aka American Combat Alliance. We just spent the last year on UFC Fight Pass, that year-long contract with them. Well, the first ever show we did on Fight Pass, I came out, did my normal, traditional, high-energy opening. Well, lo and behold, whoever runs the UFC Fight Pass Twitter page, and I've got my thoughts on him as well, put something <laughs> up trying to make fun of. He's trying to bury me, man, in front of the world. This guy just dogged me, right? But I got 82,000 views in less than 24 hours. So this thing went around. It went around quick. People were looking at it. Now, love it, hate it, whatever. It got a lot of views out there. Well, lo and behold, about a week later, I get served legal papers from the representation of Mr. Michael Buffer himself. Come to find out, Michael has about 14 different patents registered with the United States Trademark Office. And one of those, as we all know, let's get ready to rumble is a no-go. You can't do that as a ring announcer. Well, he also owns a patent on the words R you ready? So as a call to battle the legal term in the world of a sports announcing, you cannot say the words, are you ready? That's a little ridiculous, I think. But anyway, I've seen other MCs, look, I've got videos of it on Fight Pass, other platforms, tons of MCs saying, are you ready? They never got served legal papers or tried to get shook down for $10,000 from Mr. Buffer's legal team, I did. And the only reason being, it went viral on Twitter. It made its way through the UFC. John Annick saw it, sent me a private message on Twitter. Very, I was very appreciative of that. It got around to Bruce Buffer, Bruce Buffer saw it. I guess somehow it got to Michael. And yeah, here's this young guy nobody's ever heard of making a little wave one time, getting a little small notoriety. And here comes Mr. Buffer's lawyer. (laughs) Yeah, tried to shake me down for $10,000 in damages. Luckily, I kind of stood my ground, went back and forth, was very cordial with them, and we got it just to a simple <laughs> cease and desist. So, as a call to battle, I've never said the words "Are you ready?" again. But it's just one of those situations, man. You never want to meet your idols because it'll always let you down.
2: Hmm. I like wow! I got three, three words for to that
5: game right there, boys. I got three, three words to that. Go.
2: Are you ready?
5: <laughs> well, being the super pimp-tastic player that you are, Rudy, you can do those kind of things. He knows better. No <laughs> dynamite it that I am. He took a swing at me, baby. He took a swing. Man,
2: that's <laughs>
0: messed
5: up,
2: man. That's messed <laughs> up. He's probably like, like no, no hard feelings, feelings kid.
0: kid. No <laughs> hard feelings, but where's my money? Right, where's <laughs> my money?
2: Uh, we're gonna oh, I'll, I'll roll out here. He, he seems like like a, a, like a fucking gangster. gangster him and his brother bro they they, they, they seem like they they're their brother they're friends with the real close friends with the cuomos
5: yeah yeah some gestapo style yeah. shit there man. They're, 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 yeah. they're gangsters yeah. man they're gangsters.
0: <laughs> oh man so david um you you've done a lot of uh pro wrestling uh mma boxing um even some basketball and and i believe some some other type of sports right
5: man i do bodybuilding mixed martial arts boxing pro wrestling basketball football Mm -hmm. you put a microphone in my hand a camera in my face get out the way and let old dynamite go i've been doing it i started out man what really got me into this back when i was in high school i graduated from a little small town in poncho in louisiana called poncho louisiana in 1996 kind of showing my age here, but uh, (laughs) when I was in high school, man, I'm going through, and it was a Wednesday afternoon. I'm walking through the hall, and I I was in trouble a little bit in high school, let's say. Well, our principal calls me over the loudspeaker one day. David Hardy, come to the office. I'm like, oh, great. What did I do now? What am I in trouble (laughs) for? Well, lo and behold, the PA announcer for the football team, something had happened. He quit, walked out, couldn't do it anymore, and my principal well, knew that I like to talk, run them out. They said, hey, we need an announcer. You're going to be the guy for the football team Friday night. I said, wait, the, the what? The who? And lo and behold, went out there, did it, tried it out, did pretty good. Then the basketball team asked me to start doing it. So my junior and senior year, I didn't play sports anymore. I was in the press box announcing. The next thing you know, no. some other high schools around town, hey, we like what you did. We come to our team, come do our team. So I was getting around here in Louisiana pretty good, in southeast Louisiana when I was in high school. Then, uh, yep. after graduating high school, you know, you kind of go out, and try to be a man, sow the oats, get a job, work in this kind of stuff. And it got away from me for a lot of years. Well, then, many years down the road, I was in vehicle sales and I sold cars for a lot of years, did real good at it. I was selling used luxury cars at a lot here in Covington, Louisiana. And a fella came in one night and I sold him and his wife an Infinity QX 56 SUV. And as we're talking, he said, Man, you've, uh, you've got a pretty good voice. And I said, well, i do some local high school play-by-play of football for a local radio station. I do the, the game of the week here for high school ball. And he said, man, you ever watch that Ultimate Fighting on TV? And the guys, this is, man, 16, 17, about 16 years ago. So the UFC was still growing. It wasn't mainstream yet. Nick's martial arts wasn't mainstream. So when he brought it up, I said, oh, man, I'm a huge fan. Absolutely love it. Coolest thing since sliced bread. He said, well, I happen to have a promotion over in New Orleans. I could use an announcer. You up to it? I said, man, it's a frog's ass watertight. Let's do it. <laughs> so I was willing to give it a shot. So he brought me in. And when you walk in there, there's, there's no book at the library back then. You go check out how to be a ring announcer. Chapter one. It didn't exist. So, of course, you go in there and you try to mimic the, the, the buffers and the linens and the guys you grew up watching, the faint from WWE. You do the best you can. And then over time, you just kind of hone your own shtick. But it really took off quick with me. I did that first ever show and that night a guy who ran a gym who was getting ready to start a promotion a couple parishes away another state away he's like man you did pretty good tonight you uh you've been doing this a while and of course i'm lot to him, yeah man i've been doing this two years. Two years a so i talked myself into the job and got a few more shows under my belt started rolling pretty good then i got into the casinos in biloxi and after that it just really started to snowball and the legend of dynamite started to grow from there <laughs>
2: That's awesome. but you wow. mentioned, David,
3: it, you, you mentioned Covington, Louisiana. You, so you crossed the uh, Pontchartrain, right, to go to work every day or what? Because I, I was working down there, uh, Baton Rouge, Lavinia. So sure you know all those places. And Yeah, man, from that's New Mexico. All, that's all my
5: stalking ground around here. I've got a show this weekend across the lake in New Orleans, February 5th, by you fighting championship. I'll be down there doing an event with them. Yeah, I, get all, I do shows from Shreveport, Louisiana, all the way down to Miami, Florida. This is my 15th year behind the mic in just combat sports. And yeah, like I say, guys, I mean, everything I rattled off, that's what I do. And I do it two or three shows a month, sometimes two in a weekend. I'll give you a case, an example. Just uh, to end the year last year, ended off with a bang. It was in November. On Thursday night, I did a private boxing event in Shreveport, Louisiana. Then on Friday night, I did an MMA event live on UFC Fight Pass. We had 20 fights on the card. So we have eight boxings on Thursday night, eight boxing bouts. We have 20 MMA bouts live on UFC Fight Pass on Friday night. Then Saturday night, I had to drive all the way to Hattiesburg, Mississippi to do it again for another MMA pay-per-view on Combat Sports Now. So three nights in a row, 13 hours of driving, 36 bouts, I think it was, No quit, man. Lock cock and ready to rock. Mm. Out there getting it done. Fans off their ass on their feet, out the shade, and in the heat, rocking and (laughs) rolling. Yeah, man. Nope. See, that's why why you're the best, man.
2: That's
1: why you're the best,
5: best, baby. baby. You will. I like cutting your your (laughs) jib. Well, man, it's one of those things, you know, we, you, you hear a lot of guys talk about them. Oh, it's all about the fighters. It's all about the fighters. And yes, it is. The fighters are the ones that put the work in. The fighters are the ones, the reason we're in the arena to see the show. But when it comes down to it, what it's really about, it's about the fans. The fans are the ones buying the ticket that pay that fighter's salary. The fans are the ones buying the merchandise, the pay-per-views. So when I go out, that's where my onus of responsibility is. I want to make sure the fans are having the time of their lives. And look, guys, where I'm working right now is not necessarily the UFC just yet. So sometimes you have amateur fights that don't live up to the hype, and it kind of brings the energy down in the room a little bit. Man, I try to step up and I start things off on a 10 and hell, I crank it up to 15 by the time the night's over with. But when people leave the show, you know, they feel like they went to a rock concert. I want them to know that, hey, I spent 40 bucks for this GA ticket. I spent a thousand dollars to buy this table. I want them leave and say, man, i got my money's worth. I'm gonna come back and do it again. And then on the flip side of that, I want those fighters, man, if it's your first fight ever, you're an amateur, you've been training for six months, man, you walk out there, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your brother, your crazy neighbor, freaking Bob is there, has bought a ticket to watch you. <laughs> I want them to think they're at the UFC and Bruce Buffer's the one giving them the introduction. So I do that oh, yeah. for every single fighter to get the hype up for the, for the fans, to make that fighter have that big fight feel, and also to represent my promotion as the best I can. Yeah, Yeah,
2: man, and and you you can get get that vibe vibe from from you you immediately. immediately. We've We've had had a a lot of ring announcers announcers on on, on our show. And they're 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 the coolest coolest cats, cats, man, man. and and, and, and refs. Those are my (laughs) favorite people (laughs) in in, in, (laughs) there, man. Uh, Ray Flores, (laughs) he's he's fucking awesome. um,
5: Um, You know, Carlos uh,
2: Kramer. uh, and, and we, man, we y'all to,
5: we, blew carlos up big time i've never been able to watch a brave uh combat show but man the way you guys talk about him man i tell you what i'd love to get the opportunity to see carlos or meet him one day he's, he's cool, cool man. dude he's yeah
0: get go on the youtube uh britain look up brave combat you
5: got and,
0: stuff on YouTube. oh yeah um and you'll see carlos uh just fucking just it. it, it they, he has the fans eating out of his hands, bro. He's Carlos is—he's he's the Bruce the Buffer, Buffer over, over there,
2: there man. man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. He's Carlos the Kramer big. is
0: the—he is, <laughs> he, he is. He's, he's, he's the international brother. Bruce Buffer. Yeah, he is, man. He is totally royalty in the international scene with Brave. Yeah, man. Man, this that's
5: outstanding. Yeah. And look, some of the things I've done over the years to entertain the fans—we've had situations that last show of Fight Pass. I was telling you about. We had to start really, really early because we had so many fights on the car. So I think we started at 5.30 in the afternoon, something like that. Well, I'm in the cage, and I get ready to tell everybody, okay, please stand for the singing of our national anthem. And as soon as I get everybody to stand up, somebody runs up to the cage door, dynamite, 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 what, what, what what's going on? Singer's not here yet. Oh, crap. So here I am, center cage, everybody's looking at you. You're the master of ceremonies. The crowd doesn't know something went wrong. The crowd doesn't know that happened. So what do I do? I belt out and sing the national anthem. I've had to do that a time or two. We've had Jeez. fighters going to the back. Yeah, and it's on YouTube. Go to my YouTube page. Check it out. I'm not proud of it, but hey, it's on there. We got through. Really <laughs> done, man. Hey, it's and right, right. Bowles Dynamite. There's so been that's, times that's you know, in the state of Louisiana, you can't have the fight going unless your doctor is physically present cage side. So mm-hmm. if you have a fighter in the back that's hurt, doctor's got to go check on him. Now the show has to stop until he comes back to the cage side. Well, there's been situations we've had that happen before. I don't want the energy to go down. I don't want to lose the attention of our fans. Man, I've done unscripted choreographed dance numbers. You go to the DJ, hey, play this song for me, and get out there. And I mean, shake it for the fans in the cage. Then I get out there, start interacting with them. They're up on tables, on chairs, dancing. The whole place is going nuts. The way I've always said it, look, old Dynamite's one of a kind. He's sure to blow your mind and guaranteed. To put a double wiggle in your behind.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I love Hell yeah. you,
3: David. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. That's awesome. Right on, bro. Right right on, on man. man. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: because no. at, at the MMA shows, like, I mean, stuff like that goes wrong all the time. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you as an announcer, you got to be right there front and center, like you said, to hold it down, make it happen. Like you said, the doctor situation, uh, fighters uh, ill in the back, especially now with COVID times. There's so many things that could go wrong and you're 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 right there to make sure, like you said, the crowd is uh is knowing that they're gonna get a show and they're gonna get a show from you and you're gonna make sure that they uh they remember that too as well. So that's dope as hell. Yeah.
5: Well yeah, that's man. it, when you don't have television production involved, a lot of times I mean, you are the, the yeah. gas pedal. You control the pace and the flow of yeah. the show as they're ring out. You know, things yep. are going really quick. You can draw it out a little bit. If you're kind of getting long into the tooth, you can run fighters in and out of there a little faster. So a lot of times you yeah. set the pace for the night as the ring announcer.
3: Yeah, very true. Absolutely. I think I that's, that's yeah. the most common thing with the, the ring, ring announcers. announcers you have. That.
2: They, uh, they talk <laughs> about uh, how much <laughs> they, they want, it they want it to be a, be a show for, for the fans, fans man. Man. And, and you, and you can, can see, you can really see it, man. man. You, guys you guys take, take a lot, lot of pride in work you It's
5: awesome,
2: man. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. It's not, it's not just, just a show with, with you guys. guys you, know you know what I mean?
0: I mean? You're, You're sincere. sincere. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Like D- David and I, we've uh, we've covered events here in New Mexico, and the, the 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 feel and the energy is not the same um unless you have a Cajun answer that can bring up that energy and get you excited for the next fight. And I've covered a couple events um, last year, and the cage announcer. <laughs> I think I could have done a lot better, and it, it was just very just flat. Like, okay, guys, next uh, fighter coming up is sure. blah blah blah. I'm like, next, next fighter, fighter up, up is, blah, is blah blah blah. blah, blah. blah.
5: <laughs> well, I can tell you this, guys. A lot of times, nobody pays a lot of attention to the ring announcer. They really need to speak. even the promoters they really don't put a whole lot of thought into it or don't care about it too much until you get a bad one. Once you get a bad one, then you learn the respect of having a good mic man in there to run your show.
0: That's totally 100% true. you got, it's like, like what we do in our show, every single event, we always grade the fight poster. And we always said the fight poster is what brings that energy to people to watch the event just like a poster like a movie poster you look at a movie poster and you're like oh shit you know like what's this movie about same thing with the cage announcer if you can't bring up that energy and wake up the fans to be excited to watch the next fight then what the hell are you doing there you know
5: Exactly, man. I mean that that that's your job is to drive that energy and get everything pumped up. Because hey, we've always said it: mixed martial arts is arguably the most exciting sport on the planet. So you've got to live up to that moniker, especially when you got somebody walking in they've never been to a live MMA event before. You know, I tell people yeah. a lot of times: you watch something on television, you see that full championship bout five five minute rounds doesn't seem all that athletically impressive when you watch it on television. You go to a live event. And you watch two athletes go at it for 25 minutes. I'm talking assholes and elbows, hooking and jabbing, scooping and slamming, hanging and banging for that whole time. You get a whole new respect for it when you see it live. It's almost like NASCAR racing. You watch it on TV. Hell, you can take a nap for two and a half hours and not miss anything. But you go to that track in Talladega, Alabama, and you're sitting in the seats, and 43 guys come by 200 miles an hour. I mean, dude, it'll run chills up your back. It's a totally different dynamic, and it's the same way with live mixed martial arts. You go to that crowd, the music's going, the lights are flashing, the leather's slapping, the spits flying, man, it's a good time. And it really does. It gives you a whole new respect for it.
0: Yeah, man, it does. It's it's very important to, to get the crowd excited for, especially like you said, you know, a lot of these uh fighters have family coming from, you know, different parts of the state, different parts of the country to see that one fight. And if they're like, really, that's how you're gonna announce my 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 family,
3: you know, it's like my brother. Yeah. 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 That's it's why like, I think. Uh, it, it, yeah. And over here in New Mexico, David, we've covered a lot of, uh, King of the cage events. We're really close with them. And, uh, what's the name stone, right? Is that his mm-hmm. name? Dean, Dean stone. Dean Stone. Dean stone. Yeah, I think he, does, he does a great job. Cause there has been some lackluster King of the cage cards with where there's a lot of fights. I mean, there's 15 fights. with amateur people and everybody's paying the price of admission to get in there, to watch their cousins, to watch their uncle, Whoever family member is, and the announcing plays a big part because yeah, that might be the the most uh, memorable moment is them to walk out, they get introduced, and um, yeah, man, I'd love to be in attendance for uh, doing a or, or at a show, covering a show that you're the announcer though, man. One of these days, FightBook MMA will be there. <laughs> one of these hey, days, you guys, we're all we're all gonna go. <laughs> yeah,
0: all, all, all four of us, we're gonna end up going to one of your AKA <laughs> shows, and we're gonna be front yeah. and center and Let's be like cheering you man. Let's go. You guys, you guys
5: want to come down, Biloxi, Mississippi, Shreveport, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, New Orleans, Lake Charles, Louisiana, yep. man, we get around.
3: And I love Louisiana, by the way, too. Like I said, I worked down there, but learned uh, the ways around the city pretty quickly and uh, even the outskirts. So, yeah, definitely love Louisiana, especially the city of New Orleans.
5: Look, we're very unique, got a very unique culture down here in Louisiana. And I mean, I say that I've traveled around. I used to work with the NCAA Final Four. I mean, I've been all around the country doing events. I've seen a lot of great things. And I love going to other places and experiencing their culture and their atmosphere. But there's nothing quite like coming home here to Louisiana. Again, we're a little different. Guys, I can tell you a story. One time, you know, down here, we party. We get down in Louisiana. I go to do the Final Four one year in Atlanta. And I went to a little gas. I was a little store right down the street somewhere. I go in, buy me a six pack of Miller Lite and I'm walking out, but I grab one out and pop the top and I'm taking a sip as I'm walking back to my hotel room. Well, this lady comes running across the street, waving her hands, all animated. Man, look, I squared up. I know she wanted to smoke the <laughs> what that happened, but she come at me kind of aggressive because what are you doing? I said, what do you mean? What's going on? I'm panicked. She goes, you can't do that. I can't do what you got an open beer. I said, yeah. You can't do that here they'll, they'll arrest you they'll throw you in the jail i was like you run down the city of new orleans butt ass naked drinking a beer as long as you ain't bothering nobody they don't care yeah. so i wasn't used to that we're just a little more laid back down here so you know things like that i remember being younger the first time i went somewhere they had what was called a dry county i went somewhere i'm looking at i think it was a win dixie or something i'm looking for beer like Where, where's your beer at what do you mean beer? it's a grocery store you don't have beer in the grocery store no we, we, we don't do that here We have beer in liquor stores. Okay, where's your closest liquor store? Well, we don't have that either. What do you mean? It's a dry county. Okay, you don't get a lot of rain, but where's your liquor store? (laughs) You're like, no, this is a dry county. That didn't comprehend with me coming from South Louisiana. I didn't grasp that at the time. Young and naive, you know, had to learn the ways of the world. Yeah, that's (laughs) weird. (laughs) That's how it is in New Mexico.
3: Yeah. New Mexico, Texas. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever been, you ever been to Albuquerque before David or no,
5: no, I have not been. I'm not, I flew over, drove through New Mexico, but I've never been on the ground spent really any time there guys. Well,
0: when you do, you better look us up, man.
5: <laughs> I'm definitely going to check you out. Man, I can't yeah. tell you how much I appreciate y'all bringing me on tonight. I mean, every time somebody like me gets a little bit of exposure like this, a rub off of you guys, it helps so much. And man, look, you know, I've been around some big, big names in this business. We, are, I think, AKA 17 or 18, we had brought Matt Hughes in. And Matt's such a cool guy, even post-accident, some of the, you know, the things he's dealt with, so on and so forth, he's still so animated, great guy to be around. And one of the greatest compliments I ever got, we did our weigh-ins the night before, and he said, hey, man, you're pretty good. I was like, all right, that's Matt Hughes, in UFC Hall of Famer, that's one of my favorite fighters, that's cool. Within the next night, we're doing the pay-per-view of, of what I'm sorry, live on UFC Fight Pass and i overheard him a few times when i walked by the broadcast table kind of ringing up my name like man matt hughes is talking about me on usc fight pass that's really cool then when the night was over he came and met me in the cage once everything was all said and done my promoters and a bunch of other folks were standing around he pulled me up he shook my hand he looked me dead in my eyes and he said fellas he's a man i'll tell you right now i have done thousands of these all over the country all over the world he said i'm telling you right now buffer included you are the greatest I have ever seen. It took everything I had not to fall to a knee and start crying. I mean, that was coming from him that carried a lot of weight, man. So for him to tell me something like that, that was incredible. And that's one of those things I love. You know, when you go somewhere, you under promise, you overperform and you see people that, that you look up to that, you know, were at that level you want to get to, and they're praising you with compliments. It's like, man, okay, that's that confidence boost. You need sometimes at my level to keep going because it does man it it gets frustrating as a ring announcer because you feel like okay i've worked so hard i've done so many events i've got a great resume i've really paid my dues i've got a legion of fans out there but in what we do it's not like fighters and, and media and such to where if you do your job great enough you know there's all these opportunities it's almost like a pyramid with ring announcing as you work your way up to the higher levels of the sport there's less opportunity because you guys know there's only so many promotions out there that are big mm-hmm. enough that you could be a full-time ring announcer make a living doing just that. And all those guys have somebody. It's not like you know Braves going to fire Mr. Carlos just because hot shit dynamite come to town. UFC is <laughs> not going to drop Bruce Buffer because here's so and so. They've got those guys. They're happy with what they're getting out of them. So it's almost like you just kind of. Kind sit around and wait yeah. for one of the old guys to ride off into the sunset same way and go to the right yeah. people. Same, same way. way. Yeah. Same, same thing, same, same pyramid, pyramid scheme. scheme. So mm-hmm. yeah, that gets a little bit frustrating from, from this standpoint. Cause you know, sometimes you, you get to read in your own press releases a little too much and think, yeah, I'm better than him, I'm better than him. But <laughs> you, know, you gotta have that ego. Of what we do, you talk to any ring announcer, we all think we're better than the next guy, but the thing that drives me nuts, man you have a lot of guys out there that can be really petty. They really can. I was on a uh, Facebook group with a bunch of PA announcers. Now, they do basketball, football, stuff like that all over the country. I got invited by somebody else, and I thought, hey, this would be great. I'll get to glean a little knowledge off of these guys and do something a little outside of what I do. I mean, I do basketball, and football, PA announcing, but it's it's high school, low-level college. And I get on there, and at the NFC championship game, these guys were on there just bitching about the announcer for the L.A. Rams and i'm thinking to myself i'm like wait a minute this guy works at one of 32 for the most elite sports organization in the world the freaking nfl obviously his company likes what he's doing one of the biggest media markets los angeles and here's all you high school and juco guys like a bunch of mean girls in high school gossiping in the bathroom talking crap about this dude i just told him (laughs) look bless your hearts i'll see myself out i'm done I, i left the group i mean that's just Look, you'll never hear me talk bad about anything that does anybody that does what I do. We're all out there trying to achieve the same goals. We're all doing the same thing. We've got different styles. It's what we do is just like music. What's great to me might be nails on a chalkboard to you, and vice versa. Music is opinion based. There's no such thing as good music or bad music. I'm the same way with, you know, pretty decent announcers. There's no good announcers, no bad announcers. It's just how you take it as the individual consuming the product. You know what I mean? It's all opinion-based. Yeah. Well, no, there, there's a lot of bad announcers. <laughs> well, I mean, like my loud obnoxious <laughs> ass, I'm not for everybody, I promise you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you do a hell of a job, man. Every time I see you uh, on <clears throat> on uh, YouTube or on your Facebook or you know whatever clips that you're showing, and you know some of the fights that I've been watching with you, you know like with AK, it's you're 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 just uh, you're you're just an awesome badass cage announcer, and you do your job very well, and it shows that you love what you do.
5: That's the biggest thing, man. I've got so much passion for what I do. And it shows. It shows. One of those little lines I like to spit, you know, providing passion and professionalism, along with a little entertainment flair. Just put a little entertainment in there with it. And, man, look, I've worked my butt off i got a company, Gulf Coast MMA. We run shows in Biloxi, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We do a few events in Jackson. And for them, for the last two years, we run pay-per-views on Fight. Now we're with a company called Combat Sports Now. But on Fight... We, I would be the ring announcer. Step out of the ring, go cage side, pop the headset on, and I would carry the entire pay per view with no broadcast partner. So I'm doing play by play, color commentary, wow. and the ring announcing, and that went on from I mean, a better part of two years. And sometimes these shows can get into four hours. Roberto, I remember you reached out to me one night on Facebook Messenger. And i was doing a show in hattiesburg it was just coming out of covid so we were doing outdoor shows so we could space everybody out really hard and yeah that night ring announcer and did the entire pay per view by myself for fight wow that's nuts but you killed it <laughs> got it done but you got it done about it man i've been able to open the doors for some other young and upcoming MCs. you know yeah. i've been stuck in the oxygen out of the room in louisiana mississippi for a long time Now I've got a daughter who's in high school. She's a freshman this year. And I really got to realize, you know, I've been doing this 15 years. I've been on the road. I mean, working every weekend out of the month, 10, 11 months out of the year. I wanted a little more time around the house before she got to where she was grown and gone. And luckily I've landed with big enough organizations like AKA, Gulf Coast, MMA, Bayou Fighting Championship, to where those guys pay me very, very well. So I don't have to work as many shows because I'm getting a decent paycheck there, gives me a little more time at home. So now I'm able to tell these other promoters that I used to work for, hey, got a young man that I met, he's kind of cutting his teeth in the business, he does a great job, let's give him an opportunity. I've brought a young man in to be my broadcast partner with Gulf Coast MMA now, so Kate side Mr. Bryce Boudreaux, you know, I've got somebody to bounce it off of and kind of rest the voice a little bit before I go back in, be the ring announcer. And it gives him the opportunity to be around me and I can point out a few things, hey, maybe do that this way. Because that's what it's all about, man. If we want to keep this sport growing and keep bringing out good announcers like myself and other guys out there, you've got to be willing to pass that knowledge on to the next generation. You can't be that hoarder, oh, it's all about me, it's all about me, it's my spot, my spot, and kick everybody else that's trying to come up. Because the way I look at it, man, look, if I'm doing my job right, I don't care how good you are or how strong you are, you're not going to take my spot because my promoter is going to keep me there. You know what Mm I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So Plus you got, you got the,
0: the me, fans that are following you, too.
5: Yeah, somebody can come in and take my spot. It was never my spot to have to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I'm very confident in my role and what I do. And, yeah, man, I mean, I've got, look, the Dynamaniacs support me wherever I go. I've got the best fans in the world. And I've always thought that was really cool as well because you got some MCs. Yeah, the fans are there. But is it because of you or is it because of the organization you represent? You know what i mean it doesn't matter where i go i've got the fan base to follow me i've had promoters ask me hey look we know you're not going to be here but please don't tell anybody <laughs> they're scared they might not sell as many tickets yeah. hey just go <laughs> along like you're going to be here advertise for us yes sir no problem
0: that's awesome man so you're uh you're going to ring announce
5: uh this weekend right Yes, sir. We'll be at the Mellot Center in Gretna, Louisiana Bayou Fighting Championship number 52, live, large, and in charge. Old Dynamite to be controlling the action from side. Nice. Yeah, the event we did this past weekend was absolutely fantastic with AKA American Combat Alliance. Oh, that yeah, our, yeah. That was our 19th event. We were at the Paragon Casino in Marksville, Louisiana. That is the first ever land-based casino in the state of Louisiana, out kind of in the middle of nowhere, about 30 miles outside of Alexandria, Louisiana. Absolutely fantastic venue, one of my favorite rooms to work as far as casinos goes. I've done just about every major casino in the state of Louisiana, Mississippi, and several in Florida. Man, the Paragon out there in Marksville, the Hard Rock in Biloxi are two of my absolute favorites. And as you, like you saw Roberto in the highlight reel, I sent you. Great, great mm-hmm. room. About 13, 1,400 fans there for us. It was our first show in that casino. They haven't done anything in two years because of, you know, the COVID and everything else. So for us to come out of the gate with that first strong, strong showing like that, yeah, we got a lot more set to come. And our next event with AKA The Perry Company's Bishop Promotions. Miss Amber mm-hmm. Bishop and her husband John, they're the promoters. Well, we're also teaming up with Devin Haney. Devin is the WBC lightweight champion of the world. As you know, Combosus has four belts. Devin's got the only belt he doesn't have. So Devin mm-hmm. is a promoter in himself. When I did uh, the live showbox event in 2019, that was when Devin's last event as before he became an official contender and he signed with Matchroom Boxing, Mr. Eddie Hearn. So I got to introduce Devin Haney in that fight and we were uh, co-promoters with him on that one. And now we're teaming back up with Devin March 12th Will be in shreveport louisiana promoting some of the fighters that Devin's trying to get out there so to be bishop promotions and Devin haney promotions teaming up together to bring a boxing event to shreveport louisiana
0: right on man that's freaking awesome well david this was amazing um it, it, it's always fun to to have a lot of the the people that have won uh on the fight book mma awards and then um you know especially you because you you put you know your heart and soul into this business and it shows um and it's just it's awesome man it's awesome to talk to to y'all and and see how you guys you know got into this business and and what the future holds for y'all and you know and and i personally really want to uh thank you for doing what you do for these promotions especially you know when you uh cage announced these fighters and and bringing up the crowd to get them excited that's what have going to an anime, mma event is all about man um you can put all the pirate and all this other shit, but if the ring announcer is not going to bring the crowd excited then the event is worthless
5: well i appreciate that man i'll say thank you guys so much for everything you do I mean, again, two-time winner of your regional Cajun announcer of the year award. That has done so much for me. I get so many compliments on that. And again, you come to my office, my regular nine-to-five job on my desk. I've got both of them in a frame right there. So when you walk in, that's the first thing you see. Cajun (laughs) announcer of the year 2019 and 2021. So, man, thank you so much for that because there's not many media corporations, especially with the reach of you guys, that are willing to take the time to give us lower rung regional guys that little bit of notoriety and sometimes that's all it takes I always look for that in my career a lot of times that cinderella moment you're out there doing your thing like you always do the right person out there hears or sees and you know what that's my guy and sometimes mm-hmm. that's all it takes yep, yep. that's cinderella moment yes
0: sir well thanks david um i'm sure we're all uh excited and really happy to you know an honor to be able to have you here on the show um this won't be the last time we're definitely gonna have you back on and if you ever come by Albuquerque me and David where we're from here so we'll uh we'll welcome you with open arms man
5: well old Dynamite might have to make a special trip out that way one day just so I can meet El Jefe in person and also <laughs> yes, Mr. Sir. Rodriguez as well guys thank Let's you so much yeah. all my Dynamaniacs oh, yeah. out there tonight that tuned in as always my name is Dynamite saying thank you all so much for coming out God bless you and good
3: night. Thanks, Thanks, brother.
5: Thank you.
3: Appreciate you, David. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, that's here. That was a good, good uh, interview there with Mr. David. Um,
3: Awesome guy, Mm -hmm.
0: man. Awesome, awesome interview.
3: That's. I think we'll see uh, more of uh, David. I mean, he's got a big fan base. He holds down, you know, pretty much the South. Rudy, mm-hmm. You're in Texas. You're not too far from there. So, yeah, man, it'd be cool for uh, one of the Fightbook MMA affiliates to catch up and cover an event with the David announcing, man, because, yeah, that guy definitely brings it. He shows passion, and, and he's, he's all about it, man. So that's what it's all about in the sport, and he'd, uh, he definitely brings it, man. That's that was a good cool mm-hmm. guest to have on tonight.
0: Hell, yeah, man. Hell, yeah. It was, a, it, was a, it was a long in the making, man, for him to come in and uh, join us.
3: <laughs> and he appreciates it. We appreciate it. And, yeah, man, definitely, mm-hmm. uh, if it's Albuquerque where we catch up with him or down on one of them shows in Louisiana, we got to make it happen. So.
0: Hell, yeah, man. Hell, yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's do a quick uh, um, grade and give our thoughts on the uh, Eagle FC 44. Because um, there was no uh, UFC. Um, me personally, I think it was pretty good, man. For making their U.S. Uh, USA debut, they killed. They killed mm-hmm. it. They killed it.
3: Yeah, I think the best thing. That, I enjoyed the whole yeah, event. It was great because I think we were all chatting when it was going on. But the best thing about the event was uh, before it even happened, when Khabib. Uh, when is it? Was at the press conference the day before when he said. Word for word, UFC no treat fighters good. Come to Eagle FC. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> oh man, that was that was the best. That was the best.
3: And honestly, think- they are going to be coming to the UFC. And uh, after that showing and that debut, like you said, Rob, couldn't have killed it more. And I mean, there is already bigger. I mean, you know, we know we have the Diego Sanchez, and, uh, Kevin Lefi booked. Um, they're just going to be bigger, better matchups. Uh, but even though they put out there, what was it the Tanoff and Tyrone Spong? Even that was a great. You know, I mean, it it ended up we, we all picked against uh, Karatanoff and what happened? He goes out there and fucking smashes like Tyrone Spong. Yeah, that one was kind of boring. All the other fights, all the fights are pretty
0: cool, man. man. Yeah, 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 you're right, Rudy. That fight was kind of boring. <laughs> oh, um,
3: you know you what? what the, uh, also, the uh, Kharlamov Medov.
0: That bro, one
3: was just fucking oh, boring, bro. bro. <laughs> I remember you said it though, Yeah, yeah. You were you you weren't impressed by performance, right? No, yeah. Not no, by that man. Yeah.
2: You know, <laughs> I just I thought, I thought he could have done, done a lot, lot more to, a, a, to a, an, an aging AG John, John Howard. Howard. Um, yeah, and, and you know, he, he just would grab him and him hold him there, and then just, just these little pity pat, pat punches, punches that weren't doing anything, just to score points. It was annoying. He should have finished them. Do something. do something. Yeah, yeah bro. It's, it's just. I don't that front kick. I, I, was in, I, was I was not, not impressed, impressed with, with that. that. What I, who I, who I, was I was impressed, impressed with, with, with uh, was uh, our, boy our boy Rashad, Rashad Evans, Evans, man. Oh, bro. I didn't, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah,
3: speaking I, I, of aging, Rashad Evans. Yeah. yeah Dude, I, I didn't
2: think he, he was, was going to do that. Good. I, remember I remember saying that he was going to lose and, uh, by decision. Yeah. But he won by decision. um but he, but he did, did really, really good, good man, man. For his dressing. dressing, you know, you, you know, fight, fight someone, 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 someone a little, little more skilled than
4: the, than uh, than the Checo. Checo. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah
3: still got, got in, him. in him. Yeah, I wonder who they match him up with next. Yeah, because I definitely uh, well, Checo, Rob, and I we've seen him fight live. He fought uh mm-hmm. you know, one of our buddies. Uh, but then again, yeah, man, I think they're gonna give Rashad maybe a tough road in Eagle FC. But I'm pretty sure he got a pretty good payday. He's a big name, a UFC Hall of Famer, former champion. And that's why, uh, you know, that's why Khabib got him put him on there, you know. And I, I kind of like that they added Chael and um, Triple Cringe, even though Triple Cringe had those eight inch lifted shoes. Black <laughs> dress, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 that movie. Those <laughs> are like the. No, those are like the shoes from uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, right, Big right. Adventure, right? When he's dancing, or mm-hmm. fucking the biker. Oh, in the yeah,
0: that's yeah. right. He's was, he was dancing at the tequila song.
3: <laughs> yeah. But perform, performance-wise, though, Ray Borg looked like an animal. We all picked Dude. him to win. Oh, yeah. Cody then Gibson's I, then, a tough... It, yeah. Didn't yeah.
0: I tell you that I've been watching him train and, and, and seeing his improvement, and I knew that he was going to be a different Ray board coming into this cage. And speaking of Ray, he's actually going to be on the show in two weeks.
3: That's right. So we'll be able to talk nice. to him about the, e- the Eagle FC experience and uh, mm-hmm. how well he was taken care of by Mr. Namago Madoff. So, yeah, definitely. That'd be a good one. And, and another friend,
2: found, uh, of a fight. coming mean, we're to Castro
0: fight. fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the most At unlikely a finish, leagues, but, He uh, fucking yeah. does a submission and it's a guillotine, too. <laughs> nah.
2: yeah, it was, it was yeah, good Good I mean, overall for this event, I, I probably would give it like a seven, seven, seven eight. Like it, it was entertaining
3: was for Friday night. night.
2: Yeah,
1: fair. Yeah, I'm fair. giving, I'm Definitely giving it fair. an
3: eight. Yeah, and I was curious to see how, because um, uh, pre-fight, Chael, uh, Usman, everybody was high on uh, Sean Bunch, so I didn't really know about the guy going into this card. I don't think we mm. mentioned him last week. They toted him up, and, um, yeah, he delivered, man. So that's a guy to look out for at the 135-pound weight class. And, of course, Eagle SC, we know they got the 165. They got that odd weight class where Diego and um, Kevin Lee are going to fight at, too. So that's another thing that's cool that Eagle SC offers is those in-between weight classes that the UFC probably should have had several years ago. uh, But it's uh, well-suited for guys like Kevin Lee. Diego, and uh, there'll mm-hmm. be other fighters too. That'll that'll be that'll look well at that weight class and not killing themselves to a fifty-five, cutting down from like hundred and ninety pounds, shit like that. So,
0: yeah. yeah, man, it I was impressed. I mean, for for like I said, they, they was their their debut in the U.S. Um, it, it was really good. It was it was put well together, man the yep. and it kind of reminded me like they were um doing it a little bit like how the ufc uh do it with their interviews with the fighters in between um the the fight, fucking rudy yeah
1: I'm not really
2: looking at this. My brother, <laughs> he gonna... dude, he just, he, he, he <laughs> always buys, buys me some, some weird, weird shit, bro. bro. He's, He's like, hey, man, watch us you in, in, in the garage sale, all right? All right. No, I'm, I'm going to take it, it over. Fucking bring me you a sword. sword. He's <laughs> <laughs> <I, I,
0: laughs> like a sword.
2: He's like a samurai, samurai sword. sword. He, he, he gives, gives me sword, bro.
0: Fuck damn man <laughs> what the fuck was i saying <laughs> after i was rudely interrupted <laughs>
3: yeah now eagle fc they uh they definitely killed it and um yeah. i think i'm completely sold because you know you got chael on the fucking panel man You got uncle chael calling the shots he's everywhere he's on espn he's with the ufc he's fucking getting paid from khabib now and he's doing a bad job yeah balator he's everywhere chael runs shit, and uh yeah. innocent and all charges dropped too. Worth mentioning, yeah. but um, but yeah, I think Sehudo uh, did a pretty damn decent job of the interviews as well. As much as people hate on the guy, Koreans, whatever, good, but man. I think he yeah, he, did. he did good, yeah yeah he's
0: like I said, the whole entire event from start to finish and everything in between, it was flawless. It was really really good, and even Khabib, he even said, you know, after the event, like a like a like, I believe it was the next day. Um, he got interviewed and he said that, um, yes, it's really hard to put on an event. He's all and that uh, he's actually going to sit down with Dana White um, either this weekend or next weekend and to get and pick his brain to see where he, else he could improve.
3: So,
2: so yeah, me I mean, he's what did you did, 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 lose weight? Because I noticed you're not calling, calling him a glob, glob anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and, you're the one that called the bluff.
1: You're
3: the one that called. No, he he's as big as uh, Kamara Usman when they're sitting on that couch. That pre-fight interview. He's a he's still pretty big, but he's as big as Kamara Usman. As yeah, far as yeah, like, that, yeah, there was one, one point, point he was as big as Brock,
2: Brock Lesnar. Let's, Let's be real, real, real
3: Yeah, that's true. No lies. He
1: did. Remember that that picture? Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> but i but i think uh to cap off the eagle fc i mean we know we got a lot of russian uh listeners and followers uh khabib if you're listening matchmakers i'm gonna mention it until it happens bigfoot silva against our boy tyler king
1: Book Ooh. It. Ooh. <laughs> bro get
3: tyler get tyler that big payday deserves it man been in the game for a long time and nah. he's a badass motherfucker too so yeah
0: dude imagine seeing that fight happen
3: hey i mean Look, tyler I king's know.
0: beard is just as big as fucking bigfoot's chin
3: yeah but khabib though along the lines of uh, meeting with dana white i mean shit he's he's turned his ufc winnings into you know his business his empire or whatever now eagle fc So I'm very interested, and it's been a long time coming for something like this to happen because, you know, Bellator's second fiddle to the UFC, LFA is pretty much the UFC Feeder League, Dana White Contender Series, so Khabib's doing something different, man. I like it, and um, I know these fighters are getting a lot, are getting paid a lot more and a little bit happier, no matter if it's Rashad Rashad Evans later in his career or whoever it may be, Diego Sanchez, the Hall of Famer, the legend that he is going into Eagle FC, they seem like they're all in a good place and, uh you know, happy to be there in Eagle FC. So uh, continue to keep – go ahead, Rob. No, go ahead. No, I say continue to keep an eye because, yeah, there's a lot of fighters fighting out their contracts and guys you never would thought of would leave the UFC, leave Bellator, and they will indeed be fighting more than likely for Eagle FC or PFL.
0: Yeah, and the, the, the one thing that I noticed on uh, with every winner of the a fight from Eagle FC – they praised Khabib and thanked him for the opportunity. And you can tell that they wanted to say, we're getting paid more. Yeah. You know, because wow. you don't see it. You really see, you don't really see them that that much with the UFC, but...
3: No, no, they're scared for, to death. For like,
0: yeah, for like Ray Borg and for Rashad Evans to say thank you, giving me this opportunity and for them to fight for Khabib, you know they got paid very well.
3: Yeah, because if a fighter says thank you to Dana or the matchmaker, they're like, that's like in fear in the UFC. You know what I mean? Because if they don't say thank you, you might get cut. Mm-hmm. It's like some gladiator shit going on. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah, because Sean Strickland, the guy put it pretty fucking straight on. I mean, we know he fights for the UFC. We'll get to that here a little bit later. But it is cut and dry. They are fucking, you know, the modern-day gladiators. But... The Eagle FC is doing a little bit different thing, and I, and I like it, and that's mm-hmm. the way I want to cap. And capping that off, we will see some great matchups, and uh, yeah, man, Khabib's doing his thing. Can't can't knock the hustle. No, nope, mm-hmm. nope.
0: Yeah. right on. Well, let's get uh, on to it with uh, UFC Fight Night 200: Hermanson versus Strickland. This is going to be live on Saturday on UFC uh or espn plus sorry about that at the ufc apex center in las vegas um mo- like most UFC fight nights at the apex center this is going to be an early start um i believe it's going to be like at one or two in the afternoon our time um so Lena must uh, have
3: something to do or maybe he's not even going to be there
0: <laughs> he's, pretty, he's probably not going to be there man like how he left uh not putting the belt around, uh, what's his face? In Ghanu. In Ghanu. Yeah. yeah. Which,
3: so, I don't know what's up. get more racist, more racist him, him not, not putting, putting the belt around him
2: or you forgetting his, forgetting his name? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> a little Racist. Oh. racist. <laughs> You're
1: racist.
3: I was going to say something else, but I, didn't, I, I can't say that on there. <laughs> See, so the way we're looking at it now, and as far as a lot of hardcores and MMA aficionados out there, yeah, if Dana White doesn't care about the heavyweight champion of the world, what does he give a fuck about the Joker against John Strickland, you know? Mm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, but us uh, at Book, we do give a shit. On this show, we are going to talk about the poster, and we're going to go through the card right now. Curious, this so poster, so much, we're going to talk,
2: talk about, about the, the motherfucking, motherfucking poster. poster. And right? poster, i don't understand what, like what they're like trying to say behind these fighters, fighters. like like what is what that
4: is what is
0: the word, word?
4: I, 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 I don't get, get it. it what does it say?
2: To say
0: i don't know I don't, yeah i, I thought I it, it was icicles yeah i don't know what it says
3: i i thought it was icicles i don't know I, thought it looks like they're trying to say a word or something what's the word yeah if you look on Sean Strickland's shoulder it's dripping but so like I said can I guess it's not ice but yeah I I just that, I got confused right there but what it, 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 it looks,
0: looks like like, like lettering, lettering Island. Island. I know what it says Yeah I know what it says it's their what? name oh. You see the J A Jack and then Sean Strickland
3: If you oh, look at wow. it
0: sideways you can see it
3: That's just a little bit too creative right there if you ask me so
4: I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't even seen the damn poster, so I don't even know what you guys are talking about yet. Yeah, see you, Mark. I
2: don't like the fact that it looks like, like, uh, like, like someone jizzed on Hermanson's neck. So <laughs> I'm giving to give him one. <Yeah. laughs> give him a little one. <laughs> and I'm and only going give him one because Sean is staring, staring right at me. At me. Yeah. Well, so is Jack Hermanson staring right at
0: everybody's neck, so I'm not
3: that scared of him. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a one. It just it makes me uncomfortable. Let's put it that way. Looking at it, yeah. I just don't. I don't <laughs> it makes it me like it. <laughs> it's it
0: uncomfortable. Hey.
2: I mean, <laughs> just Sean Strickland's hair <laughs> and, and uh, the, the fact, fact, fact that her man has, has jizz on his, on his neck. neck. I'm, I'm very, very uncomfortable with this posture. Yeah
3: you <laughs> you suck again at your poster <laughs> you.
0: you do yeah. this is a fucking zero for me man
3: yeah it's a, it's
0: a straight up zero
3: but uh on paper though the card itself i mean pre-grade right now like i right i mean it could be the greatest card in the history of DFC, but on paper right now it's it's three four ish right now that's where i'm at
0: yeah yeah it's about a three or four right now i mean there's really not that many fights on here that i really want to see other than sean strickland and, and jack Hermanson, um sam alvey i mean he's a friend of fight book MA. so obviously we gotta you know continue uh showing our 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 uh our support <laughs> for sam mm-hmm. um i don't know man <laughs> i are you still laughing at that no, just just uh, poster? I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm looking at this. This is this one dude. I'm looking at these fighters, bro. I'm looking at this guy. Uh, it looks <sighs> like it's says Punietta Soriano. He's, He's fighting is. Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick Maximov, and Nick, Nick Maximov's head looks yeah. yeah. like, like just a blob of gum, gum stuck, stuck on the bottom on the of a desk. That's actually it.
3: It's actually an interesting fight too, because Nick Maximov. I mean. People don't know that's the fucking he's a Diaz uh, protégé. That's the the
0: Diaz prodigy.
3: He was like Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz's bodyguard for like 10 years. Started Mm -hmm. fucking he's there at the academy so he might as well get a fucking black belt and then here he is because I mean the guy fought at middleweight took on a heavyweight guy on short notice in the contender series and he's coming back down to middleweight to fight. I mean Soriano's pretty damn tough man so but Nick Maximov's a guy to keep an eye on man he could kind of Turn some heads on this card. So I'm definitely interested in that cold main event. Uh, definitely deserving of a cold main event slot because this card is kind of, like I said, I don't know, three, man. four-ish. No, no, I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna have, have to disagree, disagree with you guys, you guys on that one, man. man. Uh, Low-key, I think I this this event's probably gonna be, gonna be like, a like a seven. seven. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe even better, maybe, maybe even eight. eight. I don't think, I don't think it'll, it'll go higher, higher than that, than but... Um, well, on paper right now, yes. I wanna see a lot of these
0: fighters fight. On paper to me right now, it looks like a four, but like you said, come fight night, that shit could jump four to five points.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, no, like fight, fight, fight right night right here, here. Almeida, Almeida versus Marquez. I think, I think that's 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 the potential fight, fight night right here. Dukan right um, versus Zander that, that, that'll, that'll be okay. That'll, that'll be a good fight. fight. The Wadu Wad versus Zano, that's, that's going to be a banger. banger. Miles johnson and, and Cassini. Cassini. Yeah, that's all right. Rose and Peterson will be great. Gore, Gore versus battle's, battle's gonna be good. good. Allie yeah, I mean, and Allen, that's, that's gonna be a banger. banger. Rock and Chidi and Kajwani, good. that's, that's, that's gonna, gonna be a fucking murder. Dude. This, this is, is gonna be, be this, this is like the like murderers' road, bro. bro. I don't know, I know what, what you guys are talking <laughs> about. I like, it. I
3: like. <laughs> I like it, <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, all bloodbaths. Every single fight. How about yeah, that? Yeah, There's gonna
2: be a lot of finishes in this end. man. I
0: predict two decision wins, and that's it.
2: Yeah, 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 I think I think, I think it's, it's going to it really it really be, be good. I think they're really going to be good. They're going to just put the, on, put the cherry on top with the Hanson uh, versus Strickland. The, oh is this, man, is this is going to be this an be event you guys don't want to miss. miss man. Man. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know mm-hmm. what the odds are on any, any of these fights, but I'm definitely going to start checking them out. Yeah,
0: so let's let's start off with the let's start off with the main card. Let's work our way from the bottom to the top on the main card, just because of time wise um yep. so go ahead david do your thing
3: man yeah julian arosa kicking off the main card against stephen peterson uh 145 pound uh, matchup uh julian arosa is a guy that man I, he's another one of those guys i fucking i pick against him all the damn time get? and what is <laughs> and what does he do he goes out there and fucking wins in the first round so against stephen peterson i don't know i think this fight right i don't know if it's, it seems like it was previously booked but um, I don't know if it was COVID or something that dropped out, but for this MMA is uh, Steven Peterson. That's how I know about or where he's from. And I think he uh, beat our boy uh, Chase Hooper. That's why he's here. That was his last win. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a good fight, man, because Julian Arroza, that guy comes back from the dead when you least expect him to rise up and, and get a big win. He's that dude. So uh, this is definitely a good fight. Like Rudy said, that could this could be a, a banger of a fight, fight of the night material. Um I'll go with it's a it's a forty nine fifty one. I'm gonna pick rosa on
2: this one for sure. Yeah, Eros yeah, is, is like, like a, a, a minus three fifteen favorite. Two thirty five on the dogs. I'm going, going with, with the yeah. UCA on this one. I ain't ben. Ben mm-hmm.
0: on that one. Yep. Yeah. I I totally agree with you guys. Um, I got nothing more to say on that. But that Julian Rosa is gonna come in. He's gonna bring it, and he's probably gonna finish this fucking fight in the first round.
3: Yeah, he's got a lot of experience, so too. And then Mark, I don't know if he have lock if you've locked in your picks on Tapology yet, Mark, but who do you got, uh, Peterson? Not yet. A Rosa. Yeah. And moving on to main car, 185-pound matchup, Brian Battle, Treshawn Gore. I think it was rescheduled. Uh, it was canceled previously to COVID, I believe. So, yeah, uh, both of them making their – or no, Battles fought in the UFC once. Gore making his debut, of course, from the uh, uh, fighter. Or, uh, tough, right, is where he came from. Mm.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, right.
3: 29. So, yeah, yeah so 29. he won- Yeah, the recent, uh, tough that nobody cared about and nobody watched, but this guy was definitely <laughs> fucking badass though. So keep an eye out uh, on this because he's on the main card for a reason. Um, uh, he's definitely an exciting fighter and Brian battle is a good matchup for him. So another really close fight. Uh, Trace on Gore. I-, I got, I got Gore in this fight
0: man you know I, i'm gonna go in the opposite way with that man I'm, I'm i'm actually gonna pick uh brian battle just because of the experience and um i believe in his wins didn't even go and pass the second round um i i, I think yeah. that's what if i remember correctly let me look here and see again um but yeah i think uh i think that's sorry i'm trying to remember here yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah, the one that he didn't uh, None of his fights w- went past the second round. Um, so experience against the three and zero. I mean,
3: it's a good it's, matchup, though. Great, it That's is a very good 0.
0: matchup. It is a good matchup. But I'm going to go with more with the experience and 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 the way he's won. So I'm going to get uh, Brian Battle, and I believe he's going to win this fight in the second round, man. Because Trey Gore is a is a beast. He's a hell of a fighter. Um, but I think it's gonna go into the to the second round.
3: And Mark, what do you think, man? Uh, I
4: have to go with uh, agree with uh, Berto on that one.
3: It's gonna be a um, battle <clears throat> in a small cage. So yeah, Th- these two fucking guys in a small cage, though. This is this really <laughs> ha- has the potential of being fight of the night too, because both these guys are finishers. So. It's a forty-nine fifty-one. So the main card starting off really well. So I, I, got, I, got, I got, I got, I got, I got Tray Tray Gore in this fight.
2: Bro. Bro. I'm, not I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, gonna, I'm not gonna throw, throw my hat in, in for a guy, guy that looks like, like the fucking killer, killer from the movie Ghost. Ghost. Sorry, <laughs> folks, that's, <laughs> not that's not gonna happen. happen. You Kill you Patrick you son, son of a bitch. Trudy with the blue light. This is a, this is a real close. Real, real close matchup, man. Um, um, the, the odds for this one, one uh, who, is, who is, is it here? Plus plus, plus one twenty underdog. Brian Bryan Battle, Trey, Trey Shawn Gore, straight by, by minus forty five. The, the odds are probably, probably changing a little closer, closer to the fight. Um, but, um, but, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go with Trey, Trey <Gour>, Gore, man. man. I, 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 think, I think I think he's, he's gonna, gonna put him, put him out.
0: I mean, he's a tough, tough. He's a tough bastard. Um Shawn Gore is a beast. I can give you that. So, but we'll see, man. I think, I think, uh, I think Brian Battle is going to take this one, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. He, yeah. think he's going to Patrick, Patrick Swayze him. Do you think, I think <laughs> so. In the second round, he's going to Patrick Swayze him.
3: <laughs> well, uh, moving on to uh, uh, Sam Alvey, you mentioned him earlier. This guy is going to fight in the UFC. He has a, an unlimited contract. Let's start with that he's uh, yeah, he supposed he was supposed to be fighting my buddy phil haas i'm kind of disappointed mm-hmm. that he phil had to drop out i think it was uh, COVID related too as well but mm-hmm. brendan allen last time we seen him in there it wasn't but maybe a month and a half ago when chris curtis knocked him out and i definitely had brendan allen in the fight so chris curtis he's been doing big things since then kind of a quick uh, turnaround but against sam alvey sam alvey will fight fucking godzilla or what do you say he'd fight fighting ganu he'd fight anybody And i like that in sam alvey you know what i mean but i don't know he could probably lose like 10 in a row and still fight in the ufc uh i'm gonna go out and just throw i'm gonna say sam alvey by a tough fucking grinder of a decision right here Yep,
0: i do too um i think he's gonna get clipped like he always does in the first round um and i think that's what wakes him up and Mm -hmm. then he's gonna you know come in and, and be the beast that he is um so yeah, I'm I'm picking Sam Alvey to win. i I've never picked against him. Um, I don't care how many losses he has right now. We could what is it like five losses in a row? Yeah. I'm still gonna pick. I'm still gonna pick him. It's just you know, he's 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 part of the five book MMA group, and uh, you know sometimes here and there he'll chime in. Um, he's a nice guy. So yeah, I I just I can't I can't pick against him, man
3: and Brendan Allen though his bread and butter is the on the mat um Sam is mm-hmm. a fucking tree sometimes to take down and um Mark does he get taken down and and get beat up on the ground or is Sam Alvey gonna clip Brendan Allen be a little bit gun shy and fight a Sam Alvey fight and squeak out of this oh Alvey's
4: gonna control the fight Always gonna control the yeah. whole fight no. and it's mm. Bre- and and uh mm. Brendan Allen's coming in uh on short notice isn't he
3: yeah, it's sure No, four days' notice. Yep.
4: So that's gonna yeah. probably not gonna that could be really not in his favor for this. This is not gonna be good for him. Alvy's gonna go out there and demolish him.
3: <laughs> Rudy, <laughs> how many times? The whole is, time. Yeah, Rudy, how many times does Sam Alvey smile in this fight with his mouthpiece showing?
2: Oh oh I was gonna, I was say, gonna say I, I love, love Sam, Sam Alvey, Alvey, but, but this, fight, this fight, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. man. Brendan Brandon Allen is, is on a hot, on a hot streak. streak. Um, and, this um, guy's and this guy's a finisher, finisher bro. bro. He's a, he's fucking, a fucking killer. killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's, you know, got, he's that, got that that instinct, that finishing, finishing instinct. do no, no, man. Know, man. Is, so know, standing, man. I haven't, guillotine. I haven't, I haven't seen Allen Sam Allen Allen have that, that 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 killer instinct the way uh, Alan does. And uh, does and I, I think Alan's only one there, there and fucking destroying. This might be. I can't say it's real because they're gonna have him forever. As long, as, long he as he wants to fight, fight. But, yeah, but yeah, this, this is gonna, gonna not going to be a good fight, fight, for, him. fight for, him. for him. A minus, minus four hundred favorite, favorite for Brendan Allen, for Brendan um, Allen. Um, plus three hundred dog for uh, for Sam Alvey. It's a potential, potential fight you, you might, might want to put some money on, 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 but, but I
3: wouldn't bet on him. I'm going with Brendan Allen all the way. Yeah, Sam's a geek. I hate to say it too, because yeah, but but yeah, short notice, though, you never know. But Brendan Allen's definitely a finisher and. Uh I could I don't know. I kinda wanna change my pick, but I I think Brandon Allen, if he does win, it'd be a submission. Some wicked submission too, out of nowhere. But um I'll go with Sam, uh the underdog. So but uh moving on to uh another uh third from the top. Um I'm glad they moved this fight where it is. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh Ross and I were talking about it. We mentioned it mentioned it in the chat. Shafka Rachmanov is low key dark horse fucking killer, man. Against Bro, the uh, Carsten yeah, yeah, he's super legit. So um, definitely deserving of the slot on the card. Will not pick against this guy until somebody actually mm-hmm. beats him.
0: Mm. Rockman
3: off all the way. Yeah,
0: yeah dude, the Nomad against Mokambike.
3: <clears throat> I think a first-round stoppage, violent stoppage first round. Yeah, I think so, too, I think so, too. is a bad, bad motherfucker, motherfucker,
2: motherfucker from, from Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan uh he's Uh, he's He's a a minus minus 240 240 favorite favorite. um Um, you know the the underdog underdog, obviously obviously, Carl harrison 200 200, uh plus underdog. dog i I don't i don't think he stands stands a chance chance, bro bro. i really really don't don't. i think think he's going to get destroyed destroyed. yeah
0: he's either going to get destroyed or he's going to get into a wicked submission win then it's going to be fast and furious for that, that submission.
3: Yeah. No, I think this fight is um, uh, indeed this... performance of the night. I mean, because like Harris has a lot of finishes and he's very well versed in the, in the ground and he's a fuck, he can knock uh, your ass out too. But Rachmanov, man, like I said, I just cannot pick against a guy until somebody just fucking gets him out of there. And I don't mm-hmm. think this is the night he's going out though. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Rockmanov. Yeah. Yeah. Mark? Rockmanov. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why?
0: Why why wouldn't we not pick against or not pick uh, (laughs) Rachmanov?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The the seventy division dark horse right there for sure. We mentioned it a lot of times, and I think Ross Marquis, if you're listening, that's our dude right there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy. Twenty (laughs) twenty
0: three. I. I. You know what, bro? If if he continues to win like he is this year. It, it's it's coming. He's going to be the next champ for next for next year.
3: Just starts running through everybody, Colby Eggs. fucking
0: everyone, dude. He's just yeah. going to fucking destroy <laughs> them.
3: Yeah. But um it's a shame too also worth mentioning um Tim Means is supposed to fight on this card our boy and um, he got scratched because of covid. So this card mm-hmm. actually could have been just a little bit more sweet cuz uh seeing Timmy Means go in there and do his thing. Mhm. Always mm-hmm. a bad motherfucker, too. So, so yeah, man. Um, but yeah, we still got some uh, good fights in the car. Moving on to the co main event. Uh, Rudy mentioned earlier Nick Maximov. People don't know who he is out of the Nate Diaz Academy or the Nick Diaz Academy. Sorry, but uh, Punelli Soriano. Guy's a killer, man. This is a tough matchup. So, uh, Nick Maximov fought at heavyweight. Um, so, the guy's a big motherfucker, dude. So, hopefully, uh, weight is good. Hopefully, there's no uh, missing weight here. I think he'll be on point. But worth mentioning, though, a lot of the Nate Diaz guys, including Nick, Nate, um, I forget her name. She's out of the Represent camp and all that. They've been on a losing streak. Not one of them has won a fight. Even, um, what's his name? Your boy, Rob, 125, lost a belt. I forget his name. What's his name? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, the Assassin Baby. Oh, yeah. the, Assassin ba- the Assassin Baby included. So Like I said, that, the, the Represent crew, they're on a fucking slide. I hate to say it because I love the Represent cats and they've shown love to me for a lot of years but nick maximov's got to break that trend and i think he does it man he's a beast bro and he's a co-main event for a reason so nick yeah. maximov for sure but soriano's a monster too man i think this is a battle right here
0: yeah well then you got maximov man he's he's a seven and oh fighter right now um and then Soriano is eight and one so they're evenly matched they're evenly matched um but like you said, man, Nick is uh, the ex bodyguard or or the current bodyguard for Nick or Nate. Um, coming out of that camp, I mean, it's it's we all know it's a tough camp. Um, they don't just work on jujitsu; they they do other things as well. Even though you know the Diaz brothers are known for their for their striking or for their jits, but you know Nick is just gonna come in, and I do hope that he does break that cycle. Um, yeah the, the losing streak and start to, you know because he's the protege he's a protege coming out of that camp and he's gonna represent yeah. represent and the Diaz brothers so um yeah, yeah man it's gonna be a pretty badass fight. It, Soriano's a badass fighter too, man. We can't not say that he's not. Um yeah. so it's it's a very tough match for, for Maximov but it's gonna be good. If he can make weight with no problems yeah, it's going to be yep. fire.
3: I hope the weight is good, though, yeah, because, I mean, fucking, hey, coming from heavyweight down to mm-hmm. 185, I mean, he's he's a big dude, too. You know what I mean, he's bigger than Nick and Nate fucking put together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, man. Nick and man, Nate are pretty man, big. The, uh, the, uh, it's, it's really really close fight. Soriano minus, minus 200, 200 Maximoff uh, uh, plus, plus
2: 157 100 underdog. underdog. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go, go with Soriano, with Soriano man, man, just based on, on the type of – Finish finishes he's had. had I, I, I think he's a finisher, a finisher bro. bro. And, and he's got he's better, got better hands. hands. I think, I think that's going to be the, a the big factor in this fight. fight. Um, I, think I think he's going to finish. He's going to finish gonna max him max him up. Him. Um, He's a
3: Hawaiian, man. He's, yeah,
0: he's Hawaiian. I mean, he's the, we, we know a lot of Hawaiians that come out of there that they're very tough fighters. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I hear that, uh, that point too, where he's a finisher. Because um, most of his fights didn't go past the first round, so that says a lot of on on uh, on Soriano, man.
3: But he, he did lose to Brendan Allen though in the decision, his last fight. He's out of experience, yeah. or, So he's, so he yeah. is sparring like in and some badass dudes out of that gym as well. But that Brendan Allen lost, though, I don't know. Maybe he bounces back in a big way and like Rudy says, gets a uh, uh, Maximov out of there. But yeah, that that curse is hanging above Maximov. We gotta break that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yep. All right. And our main event,
2: Jack Ramanson versus Sean Strickland.
3: Jack Merman. well, I don't know. Jack Ramanson is a bad dude too, man. But Sean Strickland's pre-fight interview is possibly the best thing that's happened to the UFC in 2022.
0: (laughs) That that fucking interview, I had to see it twice because it was that good.
3: Oh. Oh, man. Unbelievable, right? if it was yeah. anybody else just like he was calling his shot throughout the interview he's like if i wasn't winning if i suck and i was talking all this shit i'd probably be cut motherfucker is right you know what i mean so he's yeah. gotta win but if he loses i don't know that'll be interesting but um yeah man sean strickland uh it's been a while since we've seen him in there but he's about two wins away from fighting for the belt and just the way he is his attitude like I mean, he is very controversial and people might fucking hate him might be offended whatever whatever we're the fucking cancel culture like Sean strickland could get canceled on fucking saturday night you know what i mean in a win or whatever the fucking it might be so yeah
0: he doesn't give a shit
3: that's That's the the thing
0: that's the that's the thing he (laughs) doesn't give a shit he's gonna straight up tell you your haircut looks like you're gay and <laughs> he said he likes <laughs> it and he doesn't have and a he, problem with and he people. doesn't have a problem with gay people he does not he says if this guy's gonna slide into my DMs and get and throw me a dick pic i'll i'll accept it that doesn't mean i'm gay but i like it
1: <laughs> no.
0: and then and then he said that that we're all gay we have a little bit of gay in us
3: so i'm like yeah. dude
0: this guy is
3: fuck's sakes yeah. I, I I think his interview outdid anything Colby Covington ever did or said that like oh, people were geez. offended by, but you couldn't even really be offended by this guy because he was just so real and raw and who he is. Yeah. he does not give a shit. So you got to love it, and I'm sure he gained a lot more fans. And um, with a big win over Hermanson on Saturday night, for sure, man. Because I like him in this main event slot. He deserves it. And like I said, two wins away, he could be fighting fucking old Izzy Adesanya. We know he's defending the belt. Next mm-hmm. weekend, um, we'll talk about that. But Strickland, man, the goddamn Euro trip fucking soccer hooligan mm-hmm. leader. I got to go with him, man. Yep. No I, knock I, I, to Hermanson. Hermanson's a junkyard dog too, badass motherfucker. But Sean Strickland's going in there to yeah, die. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah this, this is a great great man. Movie, man. man um, um, I, love I love Jack Hermanson. Love I love Sean, Sean Strickland. Strickland. Uh, uh, my, my problem with Hermanson, Hermanson is, is he's
2: just just hot, hot, cold, hot, cold. It's time. time it's, it's, the turn it's the turn for the for the, uh, uh, the, cold the cold part. part. He won one last fight. Looks, it looks like he's gonna be, be snuffed out. out. This flame is yeah. snuffed yeah. out mm-hmm. by shots Strickland. That, that dude, dude is, is on, on the tear, tear, man. 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 That, guy, mm-hmm. that guy's mm-hmm. an, an animal, bro. He, he, he's, he's not not been hot, cold. He's just been red hot since he since he came back from from that injury he had. And, and yeah, yeah dude, he, dude, he's 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 not he's only, only red, red hot, hot, he's, he's fucking, fucking he's, he's fun to watch and fun and to listen, listen to, to, you know, his mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. personality, he's, he's, uh, he, he gives, us gives us that kind, kind of, of uh, I don't know, for, don't know, for me, me, it's the way people like, like Conor, like McGregor, Conor McGregor, McGregor, you know, you know? I, I yeah. like yeah. somebody brings something to the table, man, and some entertainment value, and Sean Strickland's the betting odds for this fight, Jack, Jack Manson Manson is the underdog on 178 plus 178 Sean Strickland. Minus minus twenty. favorite. My money is on Sean Strickland. He's going to win this fight. I don't think it's going to be a finish. I think it's going to be a long, you know, drawn out war. It's going to be a decision by Sean Strickland.
0: And speaking of betting, if you guys wanted to go and put some betting, go to RaisedBet.com, use our promo code FightBook, capital F, capital B. And you'll get hooked up. Um, I have to throw that in there since I didn't do it in the beginning for some reason. I didn't do my shout outs to our, our uh. people. But yeah, go to raisebed.com. Yep. Um, well, guys, uh, we are past our time, but we do have some interesting matchups in the prelim card. Um, I don't know. You guys want to do a quick pick on who you want to see on this fight or this uh, prelim card?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason, Jason Witten from the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys is going to be fighting. fighting <laughs> uh, That's right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: very true. I knew that was going to come <laughs> I up.
1: At some <laughs> point. I don't know.
2: know how he's, gonna gonna be <laughs> he's, he's cool. Dude. cool dude. Yeah, he's yeah, a friend of, of uh, Fightbook Fightbook MMA. MMA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to be fighting yeah. now. But honestly, the fights that I want to see on this prelim card is going to be Jeyton Ameda versus yeah Danilo Marquez. That's going to be a banger. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Alexis, Alexis Davis, Davis versus Celia Ranko. Mm. I don't know. Oh, dude don't That dude, one. That's, that a, one that's, probably that's probably gonna be a really good, uh, really good, really match good matchup, up, dude. dude. I like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and Hakeem, Hakeem Dawudu versus Trusano. Trusano's at bashed with the with the, uh, uh, the, crazy the crazy mullet. mullet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no mullet is gonna be. entertaining Dawudu is. Yeah, that's a good one. Dawudu likes Trusano. These guys like a bang bro This is gonna be low key. Maybe one of the fights of night.
3: And then the Miles Johns fight for sure, leading into the main card. I think those uh, from Dewadu Chisano up, it should be good. I think they, they uh, set that up nicely, and a lot of uh, yeah, because you got two, three Canadians before you hit the main card, right, Mark? You noticed that, didn't you? Honk. Honk. Mhm. Yeah. Well, you know got it. Like, because yes, I did. You got you got the
0: Canadian uh, M- Malcolm Gordon starting off the
3: the Honk. event. Honk. Yeah, so we got a heavy, uh, heavy Canadian car here. So, mm-hmm. but I gotta, I gotta admit though, we always got to mention the cutting board. I think Stolyarenko in the loss, cut her. Yep, That's yep. a cutter fight. I, you know?
0: I, I think so too, man. I mean, yeah. she came in high on, on uh, you know, bringing her on with the UFC, being a, a, a black belt in BJJ. So, and I don't know, man, it just, she didn't deliver. And po- yeah, and I think he would be, would be uh, you know, if you know, Sam Albee was Sam Alby. I, I would say, say Sam
3: Albee, but it's Sam Albee. Yeah, that
0: ain't, that ain't going to happen. <laughs>
3: and even, uh, what's his name, Phil Rowe? Because I know he's been doing, like, a lot of uh, grappling or stuff, but he's got a couple losses. But he does have that quality win over Ryan Posey, who's been on this mm-hmm. show. Oh. Um, but, um, yeah, that's a very possible cut there if he gets starched out. Bro. Bro. And we just got to admit, we got to mention it on the show. That's what we always do. how so. Howie, Howie has one, one,
2: two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven losses, losses in a, in a row. row. Hasn't, hasn't won, seven, won uh, February 24th, 24th of 2018. Is that, is that, that a fucking go. record or what? Wow. wow. This is going to be number <laughs> eight, bro. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know, man. I think, <laughs> I think he, if he, if he loses, loses this fight. This fight
0: I well sure, sam no know. sam alvey actually signed a uh oh, right? he, he, he signed a new contract with the ufc after his last loss Damn,
3: Brown, Brown. he's he must have dirt on dana White or something he has to something <laughs> like, like.
0: he's got that he's got that video with uh dana with dana white and uh, one of the ring girls
3: they're like
2: we can't get ready you. You, you. You. you smile you're not you're like
3: oh you like carlisle <laughs> yeah, well, he, yeah, he's X MMA or something now, I think these <laughs> days. But, but I don't know what was better, though, worth mentioning before we close out the show, is uh, Sean Strickland's pre-fight uh, interview or the Jake Paul Dana White fucking diss track, which we didn't get to last week.
0: That diss track was fucking awesome was and amazing. It was amazing, bro. I
2: loved it. Um, but you know but you what? Know was what more I entertaining, entertaining than that? At? the pillow, pillow fight, fight championship Did <laughs> dude, dude, dude. i i it? Yeah, i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i i what i was i
0: i i i i i i i i i i i i
2: i i i i i i i
0: i i i i i i i i i i i
2: i of i i i Yeah, they need a book.
3: uh, What's his name? Uh, They should book Ariel Hawani and Brett Okamoto pillow fight.
2: (laughs) You you know what? what? I'm waiting waiting for the the the, first first time that that – you, somebody, you, somebody decides, decides to, cheat to cheat and they and stuff up their, stuff their, their fucking fucking pillow pillow. That's gonna be awesome, <laughs> <man. laughs>
3: No, some bars of soap in
1: that bitch.
3: Some <laughs> bars of soap. Some pool balls. We gotta have, have controversy.
2: You know, people talk about our show now. Let's do something like that. Some soap bars of soap in there. Shit. Yeah. but it's
0: it, it it it's it was very entertaining because those pillows are legit like they're custom made pillows it, it was, with those, those, made. those handles and they're just throwing their backhand and and just yeah brother yeah, it just around like, like, yeah. Yeah. like, you, like you, one initiate one guy I took the shoe socks, socks
2: off, off like like Oh man I was I did
0: know what
2: this is got to be on parwx arm I don't know parwx arm was brutal X arm, so bro. I mean I loved, that. X arm is legit, bro.
0: X arm is fucking legit because you and, get to. Through... Those who don't
2: know, know what X arm is, is, that yeah. was uh, yeah. Like like arm wrestling. with wrestling. They, would, they would your hands, hands up to to the, to table, the table, or you'd or have you'd to, to stay there, there otherwise you lose points,
4: and you just, and you you just have one arm that you can just
2: bash the other opponent with. You
0: could submit them. Yup. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's interesting. it's It is it is it's it's it's, x-arm is like the the there's x-arm there's slap fight and then you got pillow fight yeah yeah
3: (laughs) what a what a a time to be alive let alone a combat sports fan slash pillow fucking smasher fan you know
0: well with that well and then after a a pillow fight then you got uh karjitsu no you got karjitsu and
2: then jake Jake Paul. paul
0: and then jake paul
2: yeah Kar- well, jitsu,
0: I, I, I am definitely going to start training to fight in card jitsu i well,
3: got to man i, I have to, I, have to. <laughs> I had to mention jake paul to keep the streak going i think we've mentioned him on this show for like 75 episodes straight and yeah he's the, he's the hero <laughs> that we never thought we knew we needed that we have right now yes jake paul
2: jake paul and i and i have, have to, have to yeah. bit something, bit something on the show, on the show today, today guys, guys. I remember um, the, the, the one who sold sold Jake, Jake Paul those
1: fake
0: fake card cards. Yeah, <laughs> have to give the money rich. back. <laughs> no. So we we definitely need to try to. I'm gonna try to reach out and see if we can get Jake Paul on the show.
3: No. Needs because to
0: that would be fucking epic. And I'm sure. He'll, yeah, I'm sure he'll say yes i'm sure he'll say yes oh, if we can me, get jake no. paul <laughs> mark you're not oh, to be on that oh, that's gonna be weird for me no no i'll be on the
4: episode yeah no. <laughs> mark- mark- like, i'll be fine to be on that episode <laughs> no fuck that i already said if i become youtube famous i'm calling them both out i don't give a <laughs> shit sumo fight i don't give a damn Putin <laughs> in the contest i don't give a damn
3: hey to- 2022 anything is possible <laughs> especially
4: <laughs> over here or... five book
3: mma don't don't doubt us, but uh, yeah, you keep trying to uh, to, to be that copycat. They hate us because the 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 they're <laughs> anus. They hate because they're
0: anus. Because they're anus? Yeah. They
4: may lick anus.
3: They hate us they because they're cause anus. anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> see, see what happens when we go over time, guys. Say, I know, like, man. It's like, it's- what the fuck? <laughs> If if we record and uh, put out a show of our overtime or previous prior to going live, that's a whole other fucking oh, dimension dude. of podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Right that's that's yeah, yeah. like that's, a, that's a, a, band. a
4: that'd be a separate yeah. show called Shooting the Shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? that would be one of those paid uh, would type be, of yeah, uh, yeah podcasts. Be behind, be behind, behind the the paywall,
4: bro.
2: Because you put yeah. that yeah. out, out, out in public, public, you, you ban, ban on the first So
0: yeah, so if you guys want us to record our pre. Uh, warm up to get leading up to our live show let me know we can make that happen but it's gonna be paid you just pay two bucks or whatever to listen to us shoot the shit before we go live
3: Uh, it's uh we we could be offensive bullies
0: yeah you guys won't you guys you guys would uh can't be the cancer cultured yeah. and, and all that shit.
3: Rob the bully. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, well, one of these days. Well, it's 2022. Yeah. And uh, now's the time, right? So,
0: shit. yeah. Yeah. Now's the time. Well, man. guys, uh, this was a banger of a show. Um, uh, we had an awesome guest uh, tonight, um, David uh, Hardy dynamite and all his dynamite dynamaniacs uh, that support him um he's doing big things out in the in the louisiana florida area um so shout out to him for jumping on the show um quick shout out to uh foxhound fuel um go and click the the tab and uh, use our uh, discount code fbmma in all caps um go to hka usa support them they support us like we support fighters um, go to U-M-M-A-F as well. Um, Raisethebet.com. If you're into betting, use our promo code FIGHTBOOK with the capital F and B. You'll get some good uh, good stuff using our, uh, our promo code. Um, other than that, thanks a lot. David, close out the show, brother.
3: Yes, indeed. Appreciate everybody tuning in, whether it's live, video, feed, or audio. Uh, for the audio form of this podcast, Look us up, City Ringside, Fightbook MMA, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Show us some love there, like, subscribe. Be uh, on all the latest Fightbook uh, news around the world, around the clock, Fightbook MMA is the website. And, of course, uh, every Thursday night, uh, City Ringside right here for myself, Dave Rodriguez, Robert Hefe, the boss, Rudy Lara, producer at large, my man Mark up in Canada. This is City Ringside episode 118. We out. Enjoy the fights. Peace.
1: Right on, guys. show, boys. Another one
0: in the books, Yes, sir. We definitely need to record Mark Make that a little mini podcast right there.
3: We'll have to do it. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Right on. Have a good night, fellas. Have a good night, guys.
3: See you later.